Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. the queen for herself she wants every woman to find the inner queen within themselves and i feel like so many people throw that term around you know like oh you queen you're queen like be the queen but you're actually talking about like take ownership of your life be the Mm -hmm. queen like have full control of all aspects of your life from like i feel like run the spectrum to me for like where this being the what the being a queen means to you and how you got into this line of thinking certainly certainly well thanks so much for having me on your show you know the the substance of my work is not like the queen for a day and like the princess and the tiara mentality that so often like fills the instagram feeds and memes and reels um so the queen concept actually originally came from the true and ancient story of queen esther of persia so christians know it from the bible jews know it from Purim. um and for anyone that doesn't know it i'll tell you the story really quickly it's it's a it's a great kind of cinderella story so basically uh 2500 years ago there was this super powerful man his name was king xerxes and he threw this six-month party at the end of the six months, he had uh, a six-day party for all like the nobles and officials in the land. And all the men were in one room and the women were in another room. And he asked his queen to come in parading her crown when he was basically drunk and in front of all of his friends. And she said no. And the men were furious because they're like, our wives are in that room and they just saw the queen say no to the king. This can't happen. What must be done to her? They're like, get rid of her. So she gets banished from the land. 
And so like right off the bat, we see like how women have been oppressed if we don't do what someone else wants us to do, even if it's not in our own truth. And Queen Vashti was her name. And I just learned so much from her. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. And how did you get interested in her? How did you find her to be like interested in her? I grew up, one thing that growing up in fundamentalist Christianity does for you, it gets you knowing the Bible real well from a young <laughs> age. So, but the, the thing for me was I always read it as a Bible story until this one faded day where like the story leaped out on the page. And I was like, wait a minute, this isn't just an old Bible story. This is like true for women today. So then um, at, so they get rid of the queen. So at the same time, there's a war going on in Israel. We're going to scooch over from the Middle East to Israel. And there was a young woman, girl named Esther, and her parents were both killed in the war. And what was going on then is that the Jews were exiled from Israel and they were thrown into Persia, basically, and treated like second-class citizens because of losing the war. So Esther had one cousin named Mordecai, and she goes to live with Mordecai. At this time, the king decides, I do want a new queen. So they round up all the young maidens of the land, throw them in the palace harem for a year, where they have to prepare with beauty treatments and special foods before they can even be presented to the king. Stop. This is all in the Bible. You really do know the Bible really well. You could like teach the Bible. It's, I, I do on a podcast and other places, but I like, I make it fun and like relevant. for. Are you us. still fundamental Christian? No, okay. I'm still a Christian, but I, a lot less dogma and a lot more grace. <laughs> okay. So continue. A, a lot less judgment and a lot more compassion. I bet you're um, a lot happier. <laughs> yeah. Also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fewer friends from that church, but new friends. I mean, it's <laughs> anyway. a full-time job to carry around all that judgment that sometimes the Bible tells us we need to. And I'm not, I'm not dogging the Bible at all because I'm Christian. I, well, I feel like I'm just open to spirituality. I grew up Christian, and I yes. very much value Christian like the morals. But same thing. It's like it's a lot of work to carry all that judgment around. It's boring too. P.S. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like it's just like a lot of yeah, exactly. Okay, so go ahead. Okay, so Esther, um, I'm, I'm doing like the instant copy version here. We're going to go real fast just for the sake of this. You can get longer versions elsewhere. So basically, Esther doesn't take herself out of the game, doesn't dismiss herself, hides her identity, unbeknownst to the king. She, he picks this Jewish orphan girl to be the next queen of Persia. And right then, the king's best friend issues this law to kill, destroy, annihilate all the Jews in the land. And so Mordecai goes to Esther, and he's like, you got to go to the king and reveal who you are. you got to save us and your people. She's like, no, 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 not me. Right? Isn't that all of us? Like, God or universe spirit will present this awesome opportunity. We're like, no, 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 not me. I'm not good enough. And yet, we all have this, like, amazing destiny. Anyways, I love that. You talk about that a lot, too, how, like, you've been waiting. In the past, you waited for, like, an opportunity to present. I love how you tie the Bible into present day. Like you wait, a lot of people are like, okay, God, just like, give me the opportunity. And honestly, I'm very guilty of this. I'm like, God, I'm open. I'm ready. Like, you know, I'm here to serve, like, give me the opportunity and I'll do it. But like you're saying right now, this is a great example. Actually, you've got to take hold of the opportunity and do an action step. Okay. So go ahead. This yes. is great. Yes, I'm yes, learning yes. so much from you. Like I can't, I need Aww. to as my coach in life. <laughs> so, um, the most famous scripture in the whole story is Mordecai says, Esther, God's work will be done with or without you. And for such a time as this, you have been called into royalty to save your people. And this whole for such a time as this thing is like, I just want to like say it for all of us women everywhere. Like for such a time as this, 
2020, 2021, 2022, like we also have been called. Like this is a, you know, really extraordinary opportunity for all of us to shine our light and be who we are. So Esther's like, fine, I will go before the king and if I perish, I perish. And she like prays and fasts and goes to the king, reveals who she is, uh, begs for her life. The, the moral and the end of the story is the king's army goes out to kill all the Jews, but the Jews are victorious and fighting back. And so in my book, Esther is the queen of all time. And the reason why is because we're all the most ordinary, unlikely candidates, mm. but it doesn't stop us from having a legendary destiny for our lives. Okay. There it is. And I Will believe you say that one more time. You say that we are, we're all ordinary women available to fulfill a legendary destiny. Like none of us have been created less special, less interesting, less talented, less important. And yet we've been taught that like, oh, the important roles are for someone else. But if you look through the Bible or elsewhere, God always chose the most unlikely candidate. But the thing that I really want women to get from the story of Esther is the royal road is not an ordinary one. I think like we think that if everything's not going perfect, then we're not going to be able to live our dream. And that is so okay. I want to. I want to. I want to make sure everyone hears that because I. I mean, I feel like I've overcome that a lot. But that is a very normal mentality where everyone's like, "Okay, I just got to get my life all perfect, everything in order." And a lot of times for women, there's this timeline that this invisible timeline that we've created. It's like I have to have to you know, like have this, be married at this age, have kids at this age, be thriving in my career at this age. Mm -hmm. Everything is on this like timeline. And if we're not on this timeline, then our life is in shambles and we're not, like you said, a candidate for greatness. Or looking at everyone's feeds and if I haven't gotten on television by this time or on the Today Show by that time, like, you know, it's all of it. And it's just, it's not, so what I talk about in my book is that actually only from the position of queen can you fulfill your calling. Ooh. So sometimes though, okay, and I want you to get into this, but I want to tell you where I struggle with being a queen. Tell sometimes me. I feel guilty for wanting to be a queen, like guilty for wanting to step into my full greatness because I feel sad. Like what if others don't, are they going to look at me and feel feel that comparison of like, oh my gosh, I feel bad about myself because I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not in my full greatness. And so I struggle with making others feel bad. Like sometimes I'm like, I don't want to like take all, like, you know, like I, I just have this guilt of like, if I do become as great as I can, then will I make others feel bad about themselves? It's a very common perspective. Uh, also boring. <laughs> that opinion. is boring. God, I mean, you know? Honestly, Caroline, that's like saying like, you know what, well, I'm going to feel really guilty for having my health because there's other people that aren't healthy. So I'm going to like go ahead and let myself not be as vibrant as I can be or as healthy as I can be so that someone else feels better. That's a really good comparison. Because I'm right? not going to do that for my health because the health is all, that's, yeah, Wow. Well, there's other people that don't have the health that you have. Absolutely. And I, you're so right, but I don't, how, yeah. Yeah. How is you creating dis-ease in your body, helping someone else less healthy? And also, and I tell myself this all the time. So do you, have you ever done the Enneagram? You know, I haven't actually. People ask me that all the time. I really need to do it. You do. 
Okay. So I'm a four on the Enneagram, which is like this deep feeler and like super empathetic. And sometimes I get overwhelmed with my feelings of taking on other people's feelings. And I think mm-hmm. this is where this all comes from. Sure. Cause I just like deeply feel other people's pain a lot really. And I get lost in it. And so that is so interesting. But sometimes I tell myself like, well, Caroline, you are not actually fulfilling. You're dishonoring God. If you don't, if you don't fully maximize your potential, the best that you know how, because like God gave us this life. He set us up each one of us in these circumstances that we're in. And if we don't own it and become the queen that we are within our own circumstances, then we're actually dishonoring God because like this is, we are all God's creation. Preach. Hey. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't follow my own advice a lot. (laughs) Well, you know, like none of us are inspired by mediocrity or someone living a half-lived life, we're all inspired by like mastery, excellent, superstardom. And that, you know, whether you want to put those labels on Adele, Beyonce, and J-Lo, or like the, the like greatest, most lit up mom on the block, or the person who's just like, really inspired by their career like i you know it can come in all the different forms and it's up to each of us to define what that is for ourselves but and everyone has a different fire in their soul of what is their what they're feeling called to do what makes them shine where they really want to light up and it's right everyone's is different everyone's superstardom stat i mean one woman's superstardom is like she wants to like sing in front of an auditorium and another one is like I want to go camping with my kids and have time and financial relaxation. Pick it. And they're both equally as amazing. It's, it's up to us to define it, each individual. When did you get this clarity? And tell me what your mindset was before. And then when the switch happened and how you kicked this into like full gear to the point where now you're podcasting, you're life coaching, you have a book. You're living in Italy because we were talking before we started. You're like, why wouldn't I go live in Italy? I could do my job anywhere. I love how you say that's boring. I'm going to start adapting that. That's boring. Like that's boring. Like when I don't have to do something and I have the ability to do something else, why would I not? That's boring not to. I love that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> when did it all happen for you? When did this happen? You know, Rome wasn't built in a day, sister. So, <laughs> um, you know, the, one of the great things about growing up in a conservative Christian environment is you have a close relationship with God, you know the scriptures, you believe in miracles and have a deep faith. The, for me, the not so great part was the just being pounded out of me to think it all for myself and to let myself be my own person. You were not, you were not a, and I was that, invisible. That, that is one of the things that is, and I love that you still love the Christian faith and all that, but I do feel like when you get super fundamental and super into like any kind of religion, you do lose that ability to think for yourself and have your own relationship with God because you're supposed to just only see it one way. And whose right. way is that? Who decided that way? You know, all of these like twisted versions of the scripture of like, you know, be the sheep and follow the pastor. And so, so what that created in me was, you know, one of the other concepts I write about in my book is that people typically, most women have it, what I call an injured feminine instinct. 
Ooh, okay, break and, that down, please. Yes. So within us both, uh, here, I'll back up the bus for a minute. Within us both, within every human, male or female, there is masculine energy and there's feminine energy. And masculine energy is the stuff that we're really familiar with. Initiating, taking action, working hard, providing, protecting, being logical, linear, practical, predictable, all that stuff that the Western world just idolizes. And ultimately, masculinity is about giving. Like people think that women of uh, small children are feminine. They're not. They're constantly providing, protecting, giving, giving, giving. So it's like super masculine. And anyone in a career or a job, you have to use masculine energy to a degree to get things done. And if you're right, like being a mom, like you think that is super fit, but like talk about like mama bear, anybody comes near your child, you could actually, even the, like the most gentle spirit could probably kill someone if their child is in danger, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Feminine energy is about all things like spiritual, creative, playful, pleasurable. It's the nonlinear. It's being versus doing. It's feeling versus thinking. And ultimately, femininity is about receiving. And so most women, not most, well, whatever. A lot of women these days here, and this is where I started out, which is where this is going, like, I couldn't even receive a compliment, let alone a birthday gift, let alone attention or proper compensation for my services um, without just like going into a convulsion. And so what happened was I became the compliant good girl. So anything the church said, anything my parents said, like I was compliant, 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 so compliant that I had no sense of self, didn't know who I was, didn't think that it was okay to be me. Because then I watched other people in my family go defiant. And so it's like, I'm not doing this. I'm going to buck the system and I'm not going to do what they say. But either way, they're two sides of the same coin. Both of them are in reaction to something and none of them are actually in alliance. And when one is in alliance with their own truth, living by their values, being who they are authentically and unapologetically, that to me is where a woman is really in her queenhood. So no, I was broke, $75,000 in debt, had no friends, was living at home with my parents at the age of 30. And yes, it gets worse because it was the suburbs of Detroit. You know, it's like I had no life. I was a psychotherapist. Here I was like, I'd worked in the White House, the Supreme Court, Harvard's Institute of Politics, had a master's degree in clinical psychology. I'd worked with Marianne Williamson and I am $75,000 in debt living at home with my parents thinking that if I just worked harder as a psychotherapist that I would make more money. It was like everything, nothing was working. Nothing was working. And I couldn't get a date to save my life. So then there's that. Well, did you because, feel tons of like heavy energy all around you and like stress and like resistance? No, because I wasn't even in that. Like I was kind of a hope addict. I was like, well, you know, like if I'm, if I'm a good enough Christian, then God will bless me one day. And it's like kind of like I didn't, I wasn't conscious. It was sort of like magically then one day my prince will come. Like it was really very like what I write about in my book, the naive princess energy. I love um, that. So not taking ownership and responsibility for my life. I just didn't see and, myself. And just praying for the fairy tale to happen because totally. it's, supposed, it's supposed to happen. The money was magically going to appear. The man was magically going to appear. Um, the family dynamics were magically going to get healed, like all of it. And then um, I just, I like realized nothing was changing. 
not, like, it didn't matter how hard I worked. It didn't matter how good I was. It didn't matter how many rules I followed. Like I was at the losing end and it wasn't, and I was just getting older. So I decided to believe in geographical cure and moved to LA because everyone there was beautiful and wealthy. And I just hoped that the magic would just work there. Um, but truly when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And when I, I love to- that quote, I love that quote. Yes. And, um, you know, when I moved to LA, books started falling off shelves. I was invited to seminars. I started meeting people and literally, um, you know, I, I say that starting a business is like the, the best personal development seminar on the planet. And so it was really through starting my business that I was so confronted with my mother's story, my man's story, my money's story, being visible in the world, like giving myself permission to be okay to be me or set up whatever rules I wanted for my business. Um, but it, it was, uh, um, how do I want to say it? It was, I always say it's always awkward until it's elegant. How about that? Okay. So what was the business? What was your, like your business that you were starting in LA? Mm-hmm. So, um, at the time I was running like Esther experienced retreats and like trying to sell what was like a seat, like literally like a physical CD online. And people would get my little newsletter. This, I mean, this is circa 2004. So this is like the internet basically had just started. And people weren't buying my stuff. They were saying, how are you selling that stuff online? And so I just decided to start teaching that. And I wasn't, trust me, I, to this day, like my husband, anybody who knows me, it's like hashtag over 40 lessons. Like I am the least technical, least logical, least linear. I'm like a 180 year old white man on the inside. Like I like martinis and like dark restaurants with dark wood and like red velvet. Like there's nothing modern about me. Do you eat your steak uh, rare? Rare. <laughs> do you smoke a cigar after dinner i don't but my husband does and i actually love the smell of cigar smoke i don't personally smoke but it's yes there's like nothing modern about me so the fact that god could use this ordinary candidate to my first class was called how to create your online empire had you created your online empire yet no but i knew that i could show someone how to if they would just hire me because i had how did you know that? Like, how did you know how to create an online empire without doing it yet? I had studied internet marketing. So I was going to the seminars and I was like learning about what an opt-in page was and a newsletter. And like, I knew how to set up the structures. So my first class had four people in it and I wanted six. So I asked two of the women to like invite their sisters for free. You know, it was like that. Um, And then I went to like every networking women entrepreneur group I could find in LA and, um, and, and, and hustled it and then now built what today is a multi-million dollar women's empowerment brand called divine living. And, you know, feel so, so grateful to have been able to not like earn a living, but doing it the way I loved it. Cause like my friends that were wealthy at the time, like they were like investment bankers and stockbrokers and commercial real estate. Like it's like nothing I wanted to do. And I was like, where are the women who are wealthy and feminine? Like I really, like I couldn't, being broke was so boring to me, but also like having like a meaningful career and just like helping people, but like not having my life together, it, that was boring. Um, and then just having a bunch of money without meaning was boring. So I was like, I, ha- I had to get it all together. That was my non-negotiable. 
This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX Anniversary Sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay, I feel you times a million. I feel you times a million, million, million. I, I have worked in the entertainment industry forever. Like I've worked on the business side and the business side like it does not resonate with me. I've been an artist and that life didn't quite resonate with me. I've been all these things and I've always like, I've never felt, I kind of always felt like a misfit. Like I don't mm-hmm. feel like at all in line or called to do like a regular job per se that you can like go to school and learn how to do. No, you're clearly unemployable. I'm unemployable. Yes, I am so unemployable. And I feel, yes, I'm totally unemployable. Like all my strengths do not fit into a job. So like I have been able to create this podcast and this whole little world over here, but like I am at this place where it is just, I've created it, but I don't necessarily have like the tools to get it all organized and keep it growing because I just sort of started it, but I don't know what I'm doing. Like I've never really ever known what I'm doing. I've always just followed my gut and my intuition and like my, it is so strong that it like knocks me down that like, I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, I have to go do this. Like there's nothing else I can do because like my whole entire body is shutting down and telling me I have to go do this. So then I'll do it. Mm -hmm. 
and it leads it has led me to the greatest things but i just always feel like i'm a hot mess and you said that like before you started this you felt like you were a hot mess express and i say that about myself all the time and i was like i'm a hot mess express but i'm not i just don't feel like i know how to get it all together when i am this unemployable person so that is what i love about you is you've created structure within this like in energy field of all of us who want to to tap into our calling who want to have that feminine connection and like that's that soul connection that divine connection and make it it's not it's for me it's like yeah it's money obviously we want to make a lot of money because we want to live a certain life but money is always second for me i always want to do the purpose and the calling first mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. how did you make this into your podcast and you talk about how to grow your podcast productively and I, I mean i would love to learn this i need to take your courses you talk about like how to make all these things productive and like your instagram productive and all of this how how do you how did you get all that in line and how did you make it all divine such a great question so a process also and you know a million mistakes but a million mistakes don't matter when you hit the bullseye a couple of times you know, and so I think that's another thing I want women to know is like, please don't be afraid of making a mistake, making a mistake with money, making a mistake with time. Make it, I mean, you don't want to like not learn from your mistakes, of course, but you're, you know, I would not be where I'm at today if I hadn't done so many things, you know, quote unquote wrong. Um, what the, pro the process for me was, so I'm all about like spirituality and psychology and women's empowerment and personal development. So I was like working, building my business Monday through Friday, being serious about transforming lives. And then every weekend I would run to when there was like still a Barnes and Noble, I would like go and pick out travel and leisure magazines and fashion magazines and food and um, magazines and host dinner parties. And, and I would just like in my bliss. And then I'd go back to almost like what I had like created a job for myself. Like Monday, it was back to like the serious stuff. And I would watch all these entrepreneurs online and they'd talk about leaping out of bed in the morning. And with all due respect to the meaningful, transformational, and life-changing work that I did, it didn't have me leaping out of bed in the morning. I mean, like when you've spent your entire life being of service to others, like I don't mean to take it for granted. I'm so, I am grateful, probably not grateful enough. It was just like, saved another marriage, saved another, like, like, not to, and it wasn't me, the clients, I did the work, of course, but it didn't have me leaping out of bed. And so I was like, what would have to actually happen for me to want to leap out of bed in the morning? And you know, that is a great question for anyone listening to this, because a lot of people I feel like don't even know where to start when it comes to like living their destiny and fulfilling their purpose and like finding their calling. But it's like, I always say, like, what are you curious about? Like, when you have free time, like, where do you, where does your brain go to, like, get curious? And that's another great question to add to it. What, if you could do anything that would make you leap out of bed in the morning, what would it be? That is a great question. And you know what I heard? Oh, I can't wait to hear. If I knew I was getting on a plane to Positano, that would have me leap out of bed in the morning. And so I travel was like, like Italy. You love Italy. She, I was like, Gina DeVee. And I was, I shut that down. You need to be about doing something meaningful. And I would like try to get myself more pumped up about, and I was like, and you know what, what you, um, 
resist persists. It's like holding that beach ball down under the water. It's like the more you try to hold it down, it's like going to keep. And finally I was like, what if I took what I did on the weekends and integrated it and brought it into the weekday? Oh, okay. And How that, do you even start with that? How does that even well, start to like transform? So for me, that was the dinner parties, the fashion, the travel magazines, like all the lifestyle stuff. And what if I brought that into the Monday to Friday stuff? And, and it, I was living in the question for a while. But here's what I did. I did go to Italy. I did go to Positano. I did go shopping. I write about some of the, the kind of funny and um, very revealing stories in my book, too. And I remember, like, like what you're talking about before, like, it's like, are people just going to think I'm shallow and materialistic if all I'm lit up about is like shopping at Valentino on the Isle of Capri and like eating margarita pizzas and drinking rosé? Man, that sounds dreamy. And so I, I did my newsletter from Italy and I remember thinking like, do I put a picture of this in it? Like nobody needs to, like really, this was before social media. So it's like nobody really needed to know where I was. I put a picture and it was like one of those where like I hit send and then like hit under the couch. <laughs> so it's what like, are you hiding? What was the feeling that you were worried people were? Because I was, ter- I thought this was career suicide to basically admit like how lit up I was about lifestyle things also. Like as a good Christian and as a therapist and as a life coach, like I'm supposed to be about the helping healing professions, like n- not by Jimmy Choo's, like from where I came from. Yeah. And then I got the the first email that I thought was going to be like a rotten tomato being thrown at me. And it was like, oh my gosh, Gina, thank you for showing me you're in Italy. It's inspiring me. I'm going to go to Italy too. And the next woman wrote the same thing. The third woman was like, I don't ever care about going to Italy, but I want to go on a yoga retreat to Costa Rica. And then the fourth woman wrote, I don't want to travel at all. I live in England. I just want new curtains for my home or my kitchen. And so then finally I... I finally accepted all of me and here's all of me. I love business. I love entrepreneurship. I love money. I love transformation. I love helping people. I love spirituality. I love psychology and I love lifestyle. Luxury lifestyle. God, hold on. That is like so powerful. I feel like that's where I am. I and like, it's no coincidence that I'm talking to you right now. And I'm sure people listening to this are probably feeling this as well. I feel like I have, I know all of me, but I haven't necessarily accepted it because of what I told you earlier. Like I feel guilty or to like step mm-hmm. into my queenness or, and then like, I don't know how to do it because I feel disorganized. And then I'm like, God, just make it happen because you know, I'm ready. <laughs> but totally. yes. 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 How did you accept it? Did you write it down? Like, how did you identify all of you? It was a process. And I think that I just realized, like, just like having a meaningful career, but not making money was boring. Like just talking about personal development or doing seminars at airport hotels. It wasn't interesting to me. So I, that's when I really, I declared, we are the luxury brand of personal development. And so anybody that needs to show up with a backpack and sneakers and make, you know, I hosted events in Paris, in Sydney, in Florence, in Miami, LA, um, the Greek Isles, like, like I just let it be a full expression of me. And then, you know, in Women Who Run With The Wolves by Clarissa Piccola Essie, she says, you have to howl so your pack knows where you are. 
Oh and it was like, God, you're just dropping it all. You have to howl. So you're packed. And that's another thing I struggle with is stepping into being a leader. Cause sometimes I'm like, I'm not a leader. Like, I don't know how to tell you how to live your life because you can live your life however you want. So it's like, but like when you're howling, you're not like saying this is the only how, cause you let, you know that everyone has their own journey, their own calling, their own desires. Like the person who doesn't want to go to Italy, she just wants to buy drapes, but she's getting inspiration from you in Italy too, because that her passion is she wants these beautiful drapes that maybe she didn't think she deserved when yours is to go to Italy. So when you howl to let your pack know where you are, are you, you're claiming, what are you claiming when you're howling? Well, I started living on brand. So I just let myself rather than do like seminars at airport hotels and charge $99 and serve bad chicken lunches, like with everybody with the hello, my name is name tag. I started hosting events in beautiful locations around the world. I dressed the way I wanted to dress. Uh, I charged the way I desired to charge. And so my business model became more um, more of a luxury brand. You know, I had a smaller volume, but I charged higher rates and it's what people wanted. It's what my people wanted from me. Um, it's what my people were attracted to. They didn't want to be in a stadium with 3000 people. They wanted to be in a room with a hundred women that were more like them. And this is not about a better or a worse thing at all. It's just about like attracts like. And these women also wanted to show up in fashion and heels and go to elegant dinners afterwards. Like it just, it, like they found their business besties and their lifelong friends um, in the community and in the environment. And when I just gave myself permission to be me, so, you know, unapologetically, J-Lo is my spirit animal. And that, that's, we played J-Lo at all my events and the whole thing. And I remember one woman was like, Gina, we already know you're a millionaire. You don't need to wear high heels and dresses at your uh, events for us to know that. You should wear tennis shoes and jeans. I don't know if she said like Rachel Hollis or something like that. And I said, oh, she's like, it would be more authentic. And I had to write her back and I was like, it would be the most inauthentic. I don't even own a pair of tennis shoes. My, my foot is made for a high heel. Like it's, <laughs> that's just who I am. If you want to wear Birkenstocks, do it. I don't care, but it's not my shoe. Like it's just, everyone needs to choose themselves and own it with pride. So, um, where are all these women coming from? So you were having, you were having 3000 women in a stadium before. No, 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 no. I'm doing like the big internet marketer events with like the dudes and the backpacks. And Oh yeah. yeah. Where do all your people find you? Like, how did they, I, I totally agree. You like attracts like, and it's all like when you step into your power, but like what happens at your events and how do people like find you to get there? So, it, everything starts with energy. My original inner intention was always a global brand. I love this beautiful world that God created, every last end of it. And as proud as I am-ish, no, I am, uh, to be an American, um, I didn't just want to do events in America. Like I, I desired to travel also, and I wanted to meet people from different parts of the world. So it, there, so inwardly it was always the intention for it to be a global brand and then I would go and meet people and and kind of like open up markets like I would do events back to back to back in the UK and then Australia and then in Europe 
um, and we went to Egypt and I, you know, I mean, I've hosted events on yachts and Mykonos. I, I did like a private dinner in front of the pyramids in, in Egypt. Well, I mean, how um, do you even know how to do that kind of stuff? Does it just flow to you because you're living your power or like you just uh, figure it out? One, I am a lifestyle expert. You know, like when you're like, it's like when watching someone sing, you're like, how do you do that? Like if that's like the thing. Also, I have the greatest team on the planet. Like my team, like I didn't even know a dinner in front of the pyramids was available. I was just like, find something amazing for these women. And, uh, and that's what she came up with, with was this like literally private tent. And there were like, you know, like the whirling dervish dancers and there was like music and it was like this 15 course meal. And like literally, we thought we were on a movie set. Like the pyramids were right in front of us. It was insane. So what do you do when people come to your events? What is an event like? Like what, how long is it and what goes down? Sure, sure. Um, well, I mean, I was doing a, a lot of events before COVID and, and now fewer and smaller, um, but they're different. I mean, I'll do like a 15 person retreat or events will have like 200 people show up at them and everywhere in between. Um, I just did an event in Miami. There were 40 women at it. So I think it just kind of depends on right now. Um, I'm not doing a lot of events and what I am doing is smaller just as the world opens up and people are like still getting comfortable being in the room with each other and that kind of thing. Um, so mostly it's, it's a combination. I have no, <laughs> we have my events. Anybody who's been them know, like there's no agenda. Like I usually there's somewhere between two or three days and I have an 80 guy who just reads me and he plays music when it's time to play music. And here's my agenda. We start at nine. Are you like in an, are you in a room? Are you on a stage? Are you? Stage, yeah. Yeah. We start okay. at nine. Lunch is at noon. We end at six. Do you have and key topics that you know you want to hit throughout the weekend? Or is it just like, do you know there's certain messages that you're going to be teaching? I mean, at each break, I decide what's going to be next. So, so much of what's important to me is like, you never get a PowerPoint presentation from me. Nothing is planned. Like my life is the preparation. I prepare every day. I love um, that. You know, I think it's sort of like, that. it would be like asking JLo, like, you know, like, are you like working out extra before this whatever campaign? Like, no, she's just like, she's ready, right? You know, like it's like her life and that's how she prepares every day. For me, um, no event is ever the same. There can be some similar elements, but I really go in and I, I, I get whatever download comes for the, the start. And then it's very transformational and interactive. And I'll like go into the audience, be like, okay, what are your intentions for being here? And I'll kind of pull out the, the essence and the theme and just make it very applicable to whoever's in the room. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. 
We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It took 11 years to get to this sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. So say someone is in your shoes before you switched your mentality and you really got into this mindset. Say someone is in a job they went to law school for, they're probably in college debt over, they know that now they're like, oh, shice, like this is not it, and now, but I'm stuck because I have all this debt, but I'm up to my eyeballs and like all this, but I know I'm on the wrong path, but like, how do I make a move? Like, what would be the steps that you would tell someone who literally needs to 180 their life? The first thing, and it's going to seem so counterintuitive, I think that if someone doesn't know what they're going to do and how to do it, hire a mentor. It's just, and, and someone's going to be like, well, I'm already in debt and I don't have the money. You know, so Tony Robbins teaches this. The poorest family on the block always will instantly come up with thousands of dollars for the funeral, right? Like money is just energy. And so when you make a decision that something is a non-negotiable, the money will come in. The reason why money doesn't come in more quickly for people is because we want it and wanting doesn't work. If we if wanting work, we'd all be skinny billionaires by now. Ah. It's got to come from a place of must. And so, um, I don't know if you want to hear, do you want to hear about my first financial miracle? Yes. There's a little story behind it. Okay. I'd love to. So, uh, but I'll answer the question. So the point is make the decision that you are getting expert mentorship because look, you can find your way. It's just going to take a lot longer. It's going to be a lot more expensive and we can't see ourselves, right? That's what a really good mentor is there for. So if like, so the first thing I would say is decide that you're hiring a mentor. The second thing is go have fun searching. Pour yourself a glass of rosé, make a latte, a green juice, whatever you want, and just like go down the rabbit trail and find who is the person that has done as close to what you want to do mm. as you know 
and just go look at all the people out there that are doing something that is inspiring to you and like and get into their stuff. Everyone offers so much free stuff these days, whether it's podcast or free this or, or low dollar that, whatever. And go study that person and, and find who the person is for you. And then make the investment um, and, 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 and do, the, do the work, but do it in joy. Like make sure that it's not excruciating because then it just won't be sustainable. And if you're with someone that can really hold you and see bigger for you and knows how to get it done faster than you, that's where it becomes really exciting. And, and then you don't have to reinvent the wheel either. You don't have to reinvent the wheel and you don't have to like spend time thinking like, well, what if there's not a thing for me? Like there is for everyone. And it's just like, let's get on with it and find what it is for whoever it is it's looking for. Okay. So since I have you and you're so amazing at this and mm -hmm. you are a great mentor, for someone like me, I would love to know what are, what is your advice for, I already have a really successful podcast and it's mm -hmm. great, but like in my mind, it's all over the place, but like, it's, it's a great podcast because I get to interview amazing people and it's really just had a great life, but I don't know what to do with it. So like, what would you tell someone like me? Yes. So the first thing is, so I went to Le Cordon Bleu and my chef instructors always taught me, you have to have the right tool for the right task. So a podcast is a tool. Mm -hmm. And so I would, I would recommend like backing up and zooming out and getting clear on the vision. If anything were possible, and it is, if anything were possible for you in your life, what what's the vision is like is the podcast the thing and like do you want to like have so many sponsors and advertisers that you're paid incredibly well and then like that's your thing or is the podcast part of your audience that helps you get the clothing line or the tv show or the launch the magazine like what's the what's the bigger vision if there is one so it's really about vision. Okay. So for me, I'm just going to go ahead and talk this through with you. So anyone listening, this is my vision, everyone. So I have, I love my podcast. Like my heart and soul is hearing people's stories. Okay. I love uh, demystifying people who have done incredible things. And I love breaking their story down on a real level. Like someone like you, like we can put on a pedestal because you, you see Oh my gosh, this person's so successful. They have all these things coming true. I'll never be able to be like that. I'm going to live in a hole and die. So I want to say like, here is this person and here is their journey. And here is all the things they've overcome, all the things they've achieved. I love to have a place for women in particular. I do love to talk to men too, but really I love women. I love a place for women to have a safe place to share their story because I feel like so much, I love healing. I feel mm -hmm. like so many women have come to me after they've had the interview and that they've been like, gosh, I've never even like thought about all that stuff. And this was so healing for me to put all this together and to like actually take the time to look at my journey. Cause then that heals them. Uh, that's healing for me. And I know that's healing for others who are listening. So I love the healing aspect of sharing stories mm -hmm. and I love the just real aspect of we are all people and nobody, like you said, 
we're all like ordinary people just, and we all have the ability to do extraordinary things. So here's mm -hmm. the person's journey and here's some tips that you may gather, or maybe like this, this can encourage you to do what you feel in your heart. And here's how that person did it. And these, these tools that they use could help you find your own passion and purpose. Mm -hmm. And then I just, eventually my, my goal is I would love to like do a little touring around and like do some live podcasting and have guests in certain areas come and join me and do like live shows and then eventually write a book but the book idea hasn't come to me i don't know what that is yet i'm very like murky about that so i know that it's not in my future anytime soon and that's really the extent of it and then just to have the podcast be successful because i love doing it like i love doing this podcast like talking to you right now and talking to guests it fills me up to the brim so do you want the podcast to be the thing mm -hmm. okay um, because I feel, I feel like it could be a big thing for you. And I do think that there's like some other possibilities also. Um, so yeah, you're it's like, and just be like totally honest. So like, I see you being a curator, like you're, you like to collect people. Yes. I love it. Soulful right? people, soulful people. Right, right, right. And so it's like, I could see you know, just bear with me here. Like take the, the goop brand. Okay. And so how it started out was she didn't have her own stuff. She was a curator and she was like this hoop earring and that jean and this candle and that cookbook. Yeah. Things that and she loves. It was all right. It was all Gwyneth approved and, but it wasn't, she, it wasn't her hoop earring at the time. So it's like, I feel like you're such a, natural connector and collector of people that yes with your podcast but like you could have this whole like portal hub whether it's an app or otherwise and then like if you have these guest experts come in about different types of healing and this this person does inner specializes in inner child stuff and this person specializes in divorce healing or this person uh you know i think i feel like there could be like a place for people to have kind of like a, a multi-tiered experience of you with the podcast. Okay. And then like when it comes to like, because I do love, I'm not, okay. I don't consider myself like this fashion forward person, but I do love fashion and I love, I, but I like, I like comfortable edgy fashion. Like I love that you love heels. Like my feet are not made for heels. Like I can wear like a little heel, but like I like to be like, edgy, sexy, little rocker, comfortable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I also love to have uh, clothes and jewelry that are helping women, like trafficked women or women mm -hmm. who are coming, uh, you know, coming, helping children. Like exactly. I, love, I love fashion with a cause behind it. And I love that it's still beautiful, but like that like brings me so much joy. So I just feel a, an expanded brand for you where, yes, the pot, like people are drawn in and they get to know you and experience you through your podcast and all these amazing guests that you have. And then also they can take it a step further. They're, they're like, you know, I want to, I want to be part of this community and, and I too care about jewelry that, that has a cause. So I want to buy that faith necklace or I, that's going to, part of the proceeds are going to go to whatever, or, um, 
you know, I really like that podcast, but I want to go deeper with it. And then maybe that person has a course and then you each get a cut of it or whatever. And then your listeners are able to go deeper with whatever healing that they want to do also, or, or like maybe I have a course with someone or just have someone's course in your portal on your app or in your, on your website. And then you just get a cut. So like how, okay. So then like when it comes to, then this is my next part. Thank you for, Gina, you're like coaching me right now. So I hope. Uh, happily, I happily. How I feel like I don't know how to do anything like business oriented. So like, how do you like then make the app or make the portal or do all that? Like, how do you get all that together? Do you have to hire someone? Like, how do you make that business part roll? So um, people think, I think a lot of people think that I'm a workaholic. I, I'm not going to call myself lazy. What do I want to call myself? Um, avail highly available for support. So there's one thing. When I worked at the White House, I learned anything you want is five phone calls away. Like I'm, I'm moving in a couple of weeks and my friend was like, at we were in just in Miami, like just to a different place. And my friend was like, oh my gosh, how you handle I was like, moving is five phone calls, girlfriend. It's like, call the packers, call the movers. If someone set up the Wi-Fi, like this is like, I'm going to be hanging out in the hotel while that's happening and I'll come in and it's like done. Like it's, no, 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 no. Um, same, like I have an app and we can give, I'll, I'll, I'll get you in there. Um, we can give you the link also. So I have this app. It's really cool. It's called the Q Club and it's for all things queen. Do the you Q think club. the Q that. club, it's for all things, it's like Gina to Netflix and there's a social network in there and there's all this cool stuff. And actually like I'm wearing Netflix. What does that mean? Like what you like on Netflix? No, it's basically like I, could, I have all this video content in there. It's like, if you, if you like my book or this message, I have, I, you get like a, there's a video every day that comes out. So like, and it's not supposed to be consumed like Netflix. It's like, if you want a prayer, if you want a meditation, if you want a cooking demo, if you want, um, so you don't worry about like getting on like TikTok and YouTube. Do you, are you on YouTube and all that stuff? Honey. I mean, if my team takes my stuff and puts it on YouTube, there, there will be something there, but no, I, but you have an app. It's, it's all on your app. My app has everything like, yes. Where do you find these, these, this team? Um, that was, I mean, my, my so <laughs> the beginning of my career, the hardest thing for me to do was get clients. And then like the next phase was the hardest thing was to get team. Yes. And I couldn't understand. It was like such a revolving door. I thought I was an effective communicator until I hired my first virtual assistant. It was like, it was such a humbling, I like, it was called team, but like I hated, I hated is that the right word? I, um, I will take responsibility for having created a very toxic dynamic where it was like nobody wanted to be there, including me. Like it was just, it was my next hot mess express. <laughs> and so I had to do the work to really heal it. And what I realized was my wounded stuff around team was in direct relationship to my inability to receive support. So in the unconscious, if I had this belief that no one's as good as me and it, like I have to do everything and I have to work overly hard, then you're going to attract all that. And of course, no one's like consciously thinking like, let me pay some really, you know, big salaries for this to be like, you know, like the worst part of my life. Um, and but I did the work on it and I feel so blessed. Like literally, we call them the greatest team on earth. They 
handle everything seamlessly. Most of them have been with me five to seven years now. Like it's like there's like a real core group there now. Um, so my awesome programmer literally created the app. Um, and anyone can check, you can go to the app store. And tell us your app. It's called the Q. Q Club. You go to divineliving.com forward slash app. So divineliving.com forward slash app. Whether you are on Android or iPhone, then you can click the little button and get to the, the right version for you. Um, and it's, you know, there's a two-week free trial. So go in, check it out. You can put a profile, see women from around the world, and then go check out the, the videos. So if you just need something uplifting, if you need hiring tips, if you need business tips, if you need um, time management stuff, like there's like literally just everything. And there's clips, clips from live events. Um, this month, oh, last month we did this really cool series. It's called The Pleasures of Piedmont. So it's all like the in-depth behind scenes. Um, I got sponsored by this super cool, um, it's called Skin Worldwide uh, line. It's really beautiful. This is this month, living in Italy. Uh-huh. Um, this month we're featuring Q Club members as the experts. So like they're, now you get to like meet the other women that are in there. January, we're going to be, you're going to be working out with me and my trainer and my yoga teacher because it's going to be like that. Um, so it's just, it's fun. It's literally a global network of queens. And it's so great to have people to, to, that you can have community with that all y'all listening, y'all can see how I'm like picking Gina's brain because like I interviewed tons of people, but I like really, really feel like you have figured something out to the point where, okay, so talk to me about this book. The yes, audacity I will. to be so, queen. But I just don't want, so like, here's like, like the branding is like so beautiful. This it's is what beautiful. it looks like when you get into the Q Club app and then, um, uh, here, like, so this is what it'll, I don't know if they're going to see the video, but this is what it looks like in the app store. And you get all these like fun videos and incredible. So everyone so needs to check I out think, the Club. I think you are going to have an app of your own one day, my dear. And where all of your people and your big personality and all, and they, they could like click on shop and get the t-shirt and the bracelet and like all the stuff you care about. Well, I think I have to, after we hang up this interview, I need to figure out how I can like get in, in with you as like, I need you to be my mentor. You said find a mentor. Okay. Well, you're <laughs> awesome. Awesome. We'll take a look at that. Um, but yeah, there's just, I think that, you know, if everyone, not everyone wants to be a personal brand, but if anybody listening does, please know that there is a personal brand in you. Like if that desire is there, it's what you were created for. The people on my team have, are incredibly intelligent, smart, masterful, have no interest in being a personal brand. Like my, my director of operations, she is like the happiest behind the scenes, the happiest. So that's like, if that's you, then, then find the vision you want to be a part of. But if anyone is listening, you're like, I want to be a personal brand, but I don't ever know how, like, please just keep moving forward in the direction of your dreams. Because I believe anybody who wants to be a personal brand, there's a personal brand in you. I love that. And I feel that same way. I feel like I have to be a personal brand. Like I, like you said, I feel like you have no, that's yes. I, I feel totally unemployable and I feel like this is the only thing I'm called to do. It's just like, we need people like you to say, okay, here's how to do this. So tell me about your book, The Audacity to Be Queen, because you just wrote this. This is 20, okay, the unapologetic art, let's read this, the unapologetic art of dreaming big and manifesting your most fabulous 
life. And you are all about visualization and all of that. So this is 20 years of life experience poured into this book. Talk to, it's already a bestseller on Amazon. Tell me about it. It's number three on Audible. Go girl. Um, it's, um, it's part memoir, part personal development, part like I, th I just believe we learn through stories. And so I pretty much shared almost any humiliating story that I lived through and experienced. Um, some of them are kind of funny at this point. And it's just, I think it just shows, and then there's a lot of stories about my clients too. It's just, you know, humans are so awesome. And when we can laugh at ourselves and then love ourselves and think bigger for ourselves and let all of the bigness that God and the universe wants in for us. Um, and then there, there, there's less to do and more about opening your mind. You know, like it really all is between the temples in terms of like, how good are we willing to let life get? Ooh, I feel like you've been willing to, I feel like you have, decided and you're willing to let life be all the way a hundred percent good like and i can the way you talk your confidence the way you like have like locked in and like created and you're living your passion and you've put it into like actual tangible form like it's incredible to see it's very inspiring well thank you thank you and i have my own edges as well i have my own upper limits that i'm currently working on too so it's um, I don't believe we ever really arrive as much as we can like we can see where where we feel stuck or blocked or not as empowered as we'd like and just know that that's the next level opportunity. What is your ultimate goal? You know, it's, it's really, really interesting. I never thought I would be in the position that I am right now to say what I'm about to say because I for since 2004. My mission was empowering women through financial success. End of story. And the reason the money was fine, but I loved who we all became in the process. I knew how transforming my money story like gave me a life. And I just, I wanted that for everyone, every Gina from Detroit out there. Like I didn't know all this was possible. And so that has been my complete mission. And then COVID hits and everyone's freaking out. And, and, and a lot of people had some legit, just, you know, devastating experiences. Um, that was not my experience in 2020. You know, when I, I had to stop doing events, but I took everything online and my business actually soared and the profits were even through the roof because I didn't have all the hotel expenses and everything. So that wasn't that for me. And then 2021 came around and I thought, all right, well, the world's going to start opening up. And I started doing my first launches and like n nothing was sticking. And it also, what, what scared me even more was it wasn't in my heart in the same way. Oh. Not that I don't have a heart for women, but I was just like before where I would have pulled the next rabbit out of head. Not every launch went perfectly for me. You have to course correct. Yeah, I got to make it happen. Figure it out. Like and by launch, know. what does the launch mean? Like your courses that you're launching where people come? Yeah, I was launching a business course, one of my business courses and like January is such a great time for it. And I was like, I was working harder than ever for less than ever. I was less inspired than ever. And I cried every day of January, 2021. Like I was just, my ego was taking a hit. My confidence was taking a hit. I'm like, February, I did not cry every day. I sobbed. 
my poor husband. Like, I was just like, am I a fax machine? Am I no longer relevant? Like, why are people signing up? What is happening? Like, just like so resistant to change, holding on. Like, finally, I, I had to realize, oh my gosh, Gina, you are like the homecoming queen in high school, holding onto her crown, like refusing to graduate. Like, oh it was God, bad. I but I love that you're sharing this because I feel like, you know, it's great to hear that you feel this way, you know? Oh, like just picture mascara running down face. Like it was bad, not cute. And then March, 2021, wow, it was this year. Oh, my father unexpectedly went into the hospital for an unexpected surgery. And everything I'm about to say is gonna be so cliche. He's fine now, but we didn't know he would be. And like, I dropped everything, nothing else mattered drive to Orlando to be with him in the hospital. And here I am watching like my dad, like elementary school teacher for 32 years, the guy who took me to piano lessons and sledding in Michigan and like was at every this, that and the other, like he, it's like nearing the end of his journey. And I didn't know how long I had with him. And it was like, nothing else mattered. And I just prayed in that hospital room and I was able to actually surrender. And I was like, God, I don't know what else you have in store for me, but I, I get this era is over. It doesn't mean my life is over, but it's like this era of like nuts and bolts business coaching from the seminars and the events that were like around this subject. Like it was time to complete it. And I was terrified because I didn't, see it coming. I didn't know what was next. It was not just how I make my money, but like, I didn't even realize how much my whole identity was wrapped up in it. And it was like, well, if I'm not business and success coach, like who am I and what am I doing? This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. 
Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Well, and this is so good for people to realize that like being an entrepreneur like this, you, like it's going to happen. Like you're, you're always in this ebb and flow and like you're, I mean, it's anything, but when you're your boss, you're your business, like you have to flow with it because it does change on a dime sometimes. And, uh, so I made a deal with God that I was like, okay, I'll shut my business programs down by June, March. And I'm gonna take the summer off. And by September, you better make sure that I know what I'm doing because that's my window. That's all I got. I'm like, <laughs> I won't be surrendered by then. So get it together, big guy. Dina! Totally. So like I went on a motorcycle trip with my husband and went to Vegas and because we couldn't travel internationally at this point. So like, you know, went fishing, did all my stuff. And um, happier than ever, took singing lessons, piano lessons, like I got like back into like whatever. Um, having the time of my life, not having any idea what I was doing. And then September was gonna come around. I was like, okay, it's time to know what I'm doing now, God. <laughs> and well, it's now December. Um, I, I don't, God's never given me the big vision all at once. I mean, like God bless Taylor Swift that she always knew she was going to do this and, and all that. Like, I feel like I, I don't know if God doesn't trust me with more. Like I get pieces and it's like, are you going to show up for that, that, that step? And then I'll give you the next step. And like, I don't know if like too much would just like distract me or what. So I feel the direction that I'm going. So all of this to say, what is my big vision? I don't know right now. I'm very much living in the question. I'm, I'm still very much in a world in between worlds. Like I'm kind of out of the one and I'm kind of starting the other, but it's. Where do you see the other going? Like right now, where's the, the, the breadcrumb trail leading you to? Yeah. So, and in a much more spiritual direction, um, I really, in like something that I just always took for granted is the fact that I do know the Bible, kind of inside and out. Um, and I think I just thought anybody that was interested already did. And then I would find when I would like just share a scripture here or a story there, like people would be like, "What?" Like. So there's something about like making the Bible fun again or cool again or something like that. There's something there. Um, and I've always been into big business. And so I did just take a, my real estate exam. I saw that. That was awesome. And I'm teaming up with my friend, Danelle Delgado. We are getting involved with real estate together. Because one of the other shifts I'm making is I don't want to do everything alone anymore. Like collaboration. I totally and like that. Email connection is really fun for me. And it's really exponential. So, so are you thinking like Q Club will still exist, like on the totally. app and all that. Are you thinking, though, you're not going to be doing these big experiential trips and seminars anymore? That's what you're stepping back from? I'm stepping back from like nuts and bolts business coaching classes. Like that's this, all the stuff that I shut down last 
June. I still like, you know, we did some events that were called Divine Direction. And, you know, I'm very much doing the mindset pieces around it and the confidence building and the healing pieces so that then the tactical steps can be taken. So there's something with real estate, you know, I do love travel and hotels. I'm like, you know, am I going to go like buy like castles in Italy and turn them into divine living hotels? I don't know. Um, a couple of that would be cool. TV producers from LA contacted me, but you know how that goes. That Great. Thank you. And <laughs> okay. And I'll be just sitting here, not waiting for your call. I'll continue to grow my Q Club community and my podcast. Thank you. Uh, and like people do get shows. It's not. Oh, you know. totally. I believe in that stuff so much. Like I just finished a pilot that I thought was absolutely bulletproof. Like the cast was star studded. It was like so good, so soulful, so everything. The net was with a network E and like, it, it was like, they were like, oh yeah, this is great. And then they passed and I'm like, Oh, oh my God. Okay. Whatever. I thought that was like, how could that have not happened? Like, you know, and that's the thing with all of this, like when you're in this career that like we all are in and creatives are in and entrepreneurs and people who are following their calling, it's like, literally I, sometimes it can make you feel insane and you ride the spectrum of emotion so much because you are just having to hang so loosely to everything. And yes, you need to have like some plans and vis visualizing, you need to check in with yourself, but then like there's so much magic and energy that has to flow. And it's like, literally you have to get to this place where you are at peace with not really knowing stuff a lot. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people can't mm -hmm. handle it. And I get that because I know I can handle it and I still can't handle it sometimes. Right. I mean, I think where I got to is that anything that I could sort of imagine wasn't that interesting anymore. So you so needed God to imagine it for. <gasps> Are you like in my life because God is like putting you in like, I feel that way. I'm like, God, you just need to like do something for me outside of my mind because like what I have thought of, I have maxed out my thoughts. I don't know how to go anywhere else because I've already thought as many big thoughts as I can think. I'm stuck with, like, I don't know how to go anywhere else. And I'm ready for, I'm ready for a left turn in a good way. Like, please, God, I say that. Don't, yes. like, drop on yes. some, like, awful illness or death or tragedy. I mean, there, there's two things that I know that I desire right now. One Ooh, yes. is a Soho House membership. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, like, I travel a lot and like, I haven't had a member. So I'm like, I've applied and then you got like, you know, so I want to, I desire a house membership and a farmhouse in Italy that I can, that's like part to, we'll need renovated or whatever. And so that's part of what I was in Italy for is looking for the house. Like those are two things that I know I desire and I know are happening. In the meantime, I'll see you in the Q Club. <laughs> I love that. Well, in the meantime, you have this book that you just wrote. Let's not like talk about, let's not forget how, what a big deal it is to write a book, to write an actual book, to get it published, to have mm -hmm. it be a bestseller. Like, okay, that's, you just like breezed past that. Like no one does that. I mean, people do that, but that is very hard to accomplish. How did you get, and I'll wrap up soon. Cause I know, gosh, you probably have to go <laughs> soon, but like, how did you get that? together like did that flow into your life or did you always know you wanted to write a book i moved to california in 2004 to write my esther book 
That's all that is. And it got published March 3rd, 2020. So if you're going to wait 20 years to publish a book, I don't know that I recommend doing it the first week of a global pandemic, but then there's that. Um, so here's how it happened, because I do think it's important for people to know this. You know, you always sit there, like you'll watch like J-Lo or Beyonce at the Grammys, and you're like, follow your dream. Anyone can do it. And you're like, yeah, I, well, um, okay. You don't want to say no, but you're just like, how the, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I, not as a, a Grammy Award winning artist, can I say that, but as a published author, I, I do get it. Um, it's really, it's really available for everyone. And it is when it becomes your must. So that's like a big phrase you use when it becomes your must. I love it, that because the other doesn't work. I wanted to write a book for 20 years and I never did it and it never happened. And I never got an agent and I never got a publisher. And so then, you know, I hired and paid a ton of money for some fancy New York media firm, you know, who was going to, you know, get me the book and the show and the, this, and like, you know, one of those, cause I hadn't spent enough money on that stuff yet. And, um, you know, they forced me into like writing this book that was going to have a title that was like, so not me. And it was like this, like everything wasn't working. And it like, thank God I was as strong as I was on the inside because the pressure, they're like, this will be a New York Times number one bestseller, call it this. And then I'm like, that is not my book. Like, like, I didn't know. No, no. And I sat down, I was in New York City at the time. Anyone who knows this about New York, you know, they say, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. And like things happen like in a New York minute. Do you know that New York, like Manhattan is on two layers of crystals? Like the whole foundation of Manhattan is two different types and full layers of crystal. So it's like, you know, crystals amplify. So you got to be careful what you think about what you say when you're in New York, because it's like, boom, that's why like things happen in a New York minute. Oh, wow. If you really want something to happen. Go on Central Park and meditate because like, it's like not covered over with concrete. Anywho, I literally, I was renting an apartment on Central Park South and I was so miserable about this experience. And I was like, I am not having this experience any longer. And I sat down and I meditated. And I opened myself up to being, I personally didn't just want to be a published author. I wanted a top five publisher. Like that was just like, I didn't want to self-publish. I just, that was my vision. And I opened myself up to getting a book deal with a top five publisher. I didn't have an agent at the time. I didn't have a publicist. I was in war with this whatever media firm. And I sat down and I opened up and I just asked, where is my agent? And I sat there for maybe 10 minutes and meditated and came out of meditation. I instantly remembered a friend of mine who in Brooklyn who had just gotten a book deal, but she is in like a whole different genre than me. And it was like, it's like, it, it's like, you know, it's like, it's there, but it's not like it was nowhere in my consciousness. So I text her and I was like, Hey, who's your agent? Do you think your agent would at all be interested in my stuff? She's like, I actually really do. She does an email intro to the agent. I had sent her like the proposal that I started working on and stuff. Instantly the agent writes me back. Your book doesn't call to me. It screams to me. And she wanted me to make a few changes 
to the proposal. So this was November of 2018. She said, I'm going to start shopping in January 2019. The second week of January after we got back from holidays, she sends my book out. The next week we had seven yeses, meaning meetings from top publishers. The fourth week of January, I was in New York going and meeting with the publishers to see who was going to take my book. At the end of that week, two publisher, two out of the seven bid on my book. And uh, ironically, I actually went with the one with the lower advance just because I felt really aligned with the, the editor who was going to be working on the book. And it was done. And then I, I requested because March is international, like women's history month and women's day and all that. I'm like, I just, my one requirement is that the book has to get published in March of 2020. Little did I know. Oh my God, Gina. That is how, like to this day, I'm so close with my agent. I'm so close with my then editor, now publisher. Like it has been such a beautiful experience um, and it came from it. It turned into what it, it went from a want a must to a must. It has to be a must. That is a huge takeaway. Gosh, Gina, you are so inspiring. I love how you've just like evolved in your life and you pivoted and you found these truths and it's really incredible. Okay. So I'm not going to take any more of your time because obviously I could just like pick your brain forever. This I always so end fun. podcast with leave your light and it's what do you want people to know? I want people to know and believe that they can be, do, and have anything and everything they desire. See, you gave your Grammy speech. <laughs> you are right there with Beyonce and JLo. Yes. I'll just go with Yes. I love that. Thank you so much for all of this. And thank you for all the coaching that you gave me. Oh I my goodness. This. Thank you for having me. This has been an absolute joy. So much fun. I feel like it's been four and a half seconds and it's been an hour and almost a half. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I really appreciate it. It was so insightful and I gained so much wisdom from this. So, oh, so I, I mean, I want to follow up with you about how I can get involved with you. I know you're not doing this teaching this mentoring as much anymore but I need I need to know how so where can everyone find you sure um so if you go to divineliving.com forward slash book that's all the places you can get the book you go to divineliving.com forward slash audacity that is the free companion course to the book you don't even have to buy the book you can just get the free companion course if that's what feels good to you uh you can follow me on instagram at gina devi or follow my podcast divine living Okay. I love it. Gina, thank you so much for joining me and have a My wonderful pleasure. day. Mwah! You as well. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, 
fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.